This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for joining us on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I know last week we had a powerful show. I I know most of you know my voice. I've been struggling with this cold for almost three weeks. Memo came in here with a cold, gave me his virus. It's week two. I'm still (laughs) under the weather. But I had to have this brother come back because it's so deep what he was talking about. We've gotten so many emails from you from around the country about just what we've been talking about. So if you missed last week's show, we had last week and we have today. Memo Arubla from BeatStreetAZ.org. Go to his website. He gave us a little bit about his testimony growing up in New York City. Uh, now work for the police department. I'm not going to tell you anything. You go back to SoundCloud blog, talk Father Matters website, and check our Facebook page. Catch him last week when we put him on the Facebook page. But we didn't have enough time, as usual. So he agreed to come back. Still sick. Myself still sick this week. Memo, thank you for coming back, man. I really appreciate you, bro. Nah, it's my pleasure, Vance. Thank you for having me. Bro. We were ending the show last week. And then as we was getting ended, the commercials came in. You started sharing about a young man who, who spent last year's 4th of July. We said, brother, stop right there. Come in next week. Let's pick it up from there. And let's get into BeatStreetAZ.org. Share with us a little bit about last year's 4th of July. And, and again, Memo is the president of BeatStreetAZ.org. Welcome back to the radio show, brother. Thank you, brother. Thank you. I appreciate Share it. Share a little bit about this young man you had come spend 4th of July with you. Then well, let's lead into BeatStreetAZ.org. Well, with my students, I love all my students the same. But there's this one particular gentleman. Um, his name is Hector. And uh, he's a young kid. Mom passed away about two years ago. Um, father's non-existent in his life. And, uh, you know, he really hit home with me because, you know, from talking through to the principal who was the one that said, hey, referred him to my program, uh, she told me, you know, he's, he's, he's a troubled teen, you know, the at-risk youth. And I throw the air quotes when I say that, at-risk, because we all at-risk at something. But anyhow, when he came to my program, you know, I, I noticed the chip on his shoulder. But again, reminded me a lot of me, uh, of me. So, you know, we had some talks. And, you know, I always approach it where I let them kind of, well, I, I give them a little bit about who I am so they know who they're dealing with first and foremost. I was just on tackle with questions. And then, you know, he started opening up. So anyhow, um, grew on me. And what what I thought was really nice between my wife, my wife and I, you know, we were like, we discussed it. We say, hey, you know what? Because I asked them, we we're coming up to the 4th of July break and I asked my students, hey, what are you guys doing? And most of them had plans with families or friends and, you know, Hector really didn't have any plans. So I told my wife, I was like, you know what, why don't we bring this kid and let have him stay with us 4th of July weekend? You know, he's a, he's the same age as my my 16-year-old. My so, uh, you know, we, we talked to him and we talked to his, his caregiver at the time and they, they, she agreed to it, and he came. And, I mean, the kid, you know, from everything you hear about him, and just, just it, sometimes it's just your environment. You can change that environment, and, and you see a different side of people. And this kid was respectful. Clean my dishes. I didn't even have to ask him. Something I got to ask my kids every sure, day, you know what sure. I mean? So I wake up, and here he is doing my dishes. And, you know, everything was, thank you, sir. Very appreciative when I took him home after the weekend. And he was like, my God, I had the best time. And, you know, just the chitter-chatter he had with the other students when he got back. A little bit of 
a couple of them caught a little bit of jealousy. They were like, hey, you know, Mr. Mumble, how come you didn't take us? So right, right. I got to I gotta invite the whole crew now back Sir. to my crib. But uh, but uh, it, it was it was a powerful moment. It was a powerful moment with the kid. And, and you know, we we had a good discussion. And, you know, I just hope that something sank in with him. So. Oh, 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 it did. It, it, it did, definitely. And what I love about what you do with your organization, your ministry, is that, you know, I want people to hear this. You have... You have students at your home, man, and that means something. I always share with people, people don't care how much we know until they know how much we care. Your students at azbeatstreet.org, I'm telling you, my man, they know that you care, you know, and I, and I appreciate that because it's not, they're not just another number. They're not just help the kids, whatever, bro. You invest you in those kids. And look, we skipped over it real quick. You were 16 when you became a dad. You now have a 16-year-old son, but what about... Where is your oldest son? How How is that? He is in college. Yes, sir. And he's about to graduate here. Uh, he's in his last semester. Uh, he went on a full ride for soccer. So I'm oh, um, super proud of him. You know, I'm, I'm very, very proud of him. And granted, you know, we, we went, we, we, and we still sometimes do go through our struggles because he's still trying to discover himself as a man, you know, and uh, it, it was hard because his mom kind of moved him here to Arizona. Hence, that's how I ended up out, out there here. There you go. She moved him out here, got married, started her new life. But uh, there was a time where we, me and him and I were, were kind of separated. You know, I would see I him understand. every summer, but it's not the same. It's not like raising your son under your roof. I understand. You know? And then a, a lot of it comes with the, I don't want to say undermine, but the conflict of parenting. Believe me, I know, yeah. brother. My <laughs> oldest, you know, I started Father Matters in 97 because of my son, Nathan. Because I had him in 1990. Wasn't married to his mom, brother. Hey, get the book. Go to fathermatters.org. Get the book there, Nathan, A Young Man's Journey to Fatherhood. Most of you know it. But um, I'm doing Father Matters today, 18, 19 years later, because what I went through with the drama and the stress. You know, now he's 25. He graduated from Sac State. You know, you can get through it. Absolutely. You know, and and I appreciate what you just said. And again, I don't want to skip over that. You ended up in Arizona because... Uh, your son's mom moved to Arizona. Correct. Most men, a lot of men just would have said, well, you just go ahead and bounce. Right. See? But so that's why we can't brush over that stuff, man, because we, we brush over, well, we just brush over things like that. And that means a lot, man. You know what I mean? That means a lot. Talk to me about BeachStreetAZ.org. We couldn't get too deep into it, man. You got B-Boy Arena. You got the DJ Den. You got the MC Stage. You got the gra- Graffiti Alley. Take your time. This show was yours, bro. Share with us about Beat Street. I appreciate that, brother. So um, one of my biggest pet peeves, again, now going back to my my other career as an an officer, you know, um, when when a juvenile gets arrested, you know, I I like to talk to them. And it's not not so much as an interview. It's, you know, who stopped loving you and and what brought you to this dark place that made you commit, you know, whatever it is that they're being accused of, of, of doing. You know, and then after I get that out of them, you know, I always follow up with the question. So let me ask you something. What you want to do with yourself? And you always get one to two answers, which is I want to be a professional athlete or I want to be a professional artist in either actor. I mean, not so much the actor, but more rapping. That's mm-hmm. usually what you get. I want mm-hmm. to be a rapper. I want to, you know, I want to be an MC. So I've, I've done a lot of programs within you know, uh, spe- specifically in South Phoenix, a lot of, a lot of programs, um, you know, uh, and that's on my own time. This has nothing to do with the police department. It's just, you know, something, again, the attitude when you you have everything. Um, so I, I really sat down, and, and it was a mixture of two people that, that really influenced this creation of B Street. Um, one of them is a friend of mine who's now in the Hollywood business, 
And uh, he always used to, even to this day, he he's not a big fan of police officers. So, but he knocks on. He's like, "Dude, man, you're such a waste of talent. You know, you could have done music, you could have danced, you you know, you were offered to dance on, on gigs, and and you turned all that down. You became a cop. So, you know, he gives me he gives me a lot of grief about that. Uh, and then there's um, uh, another gentleman by the name of Franz Beasley, who I believe has been on your show. Yes, uh, you know, he's seen some of the work, and we've collaborated on a lot of the stuff that we have. And you know, he always tells me I have a, a magic gift with with how I connect with kids Mm -hmm. specifically teenagers so he's like man you know you you really have to do something big and stop messing around with these little programs you're putting together do something big uh went home that night and then so i started thinking you know the seeds were planted where it's like i I need to create something big and i need to somehow combine my talents and hence the creation of b street az there you go um you know so i what i did though is is i don't want this because i was like you know what let me create a program for for that because there's a lot for the for that professional athlete that's seeking to be a professional we have clubs you know, endless amount of sports programs. But then I started thinking, what do we have for the graffiti artists? What do we have for the kid that wants to be a DJ? What do we have, you know, and that leads into a lot of music production, engineering, things along that nature. What do we have for the lyricist, the MC? Mm-hmm. What do we have for a breakdancer? You know, because I remember breakdancing on cardboard boxes and running from the cops because it right. was illegal right. <laughs> in New York City. You right. know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, to me it was like, what do we have for those? So I took pen to paper and just started writing down. And, and, and what I did is like, you know what? It's kind of a facade. So I have to be honest. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let the cat out the bag here. It's right. kind of a facade in terms of the hip-hop culture because, yes, I use the hip-hop culture. But that's all, you know, it's all fun and games. Yeah, I can teach you guys how to breakdance. I can teach you guys how to make some beats on applications. I can teach you guys, you know, uh, the elements of graffiti, you know, the different styles, wild style, blockbuster. I can teach you all that. Um, and then, uh, you know, and I can teach you, you know, how to write a lyric, you know, how, how to write some lines or bars, you know, as, as we call it, how to kick a cipher. But what are you getting out of that? And, that, and that's my question. So, and that's what, why I really put a lot of thought into what are these kids going to walk away from learning that? You know, granted, they're going to either acquire a skill, enhance on a skill they already have, or just kind of expose them to something that they've never been exposed to. But I wanted to take it a little bit deeper. So what I did is I said, okay, you know what? Let's take MCing, for example. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to create MCing class to not only teach them how to write a lyric and how to write a bar. One, how to communicate. Let's throw in some public speaking. Let's teach them about knowing your audience. These rappers that rap about, you know, you know, you hear these lyrics about, yo, I got so much X, Y, and Z, and I, I'm here on X, Y, and Z. I party every... They don't do that. You know what I mean? But they cater into an audience because they know that's... It's kind of like, you know, are you not here to be entertained? You know, he hit it on the head when he said that because he's there entertaining you. That's, what, that's his job. He's an entertainer. But a lot of these kids take those lyrics to heart. So one of the things I want them to do, and one of the things that we do in one of our classes for the MC classes, I have them talk about a, a, an obstacle they overcame in their life, and then we write a lyric about that. And um, so it's, 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 a, it's a good way in channeling them. And I also say, hey, if, if your lyric, you know, everything ends in I-T-C-H or U-C-K, that, that, that's a problem. That's called limited vocabulary, my brother. You need to start opening up something that's called the thesaurus, and it's not a dinosaur. You know what I mean? You need to open that up and, and, and start with it. There's word, you know, let's expand that vocab. So that's another thing that we really harp on. We also do a thing where, and that's not my idea. I saw something on, on YouTube, and I, I, I wish I could give the, the gentleman credit. It's over in Europe. It's called uh, Shakespeare and Hip Hop. So basically what I do is I show them there's not much of a difference between, you know, good writers, the Hemingways, you know, the Shakespeare's, to some of the great artists, the hip hop artists in hip hop culture. So... But it's just the message, what you're trying to put out there. So that, you know, something like that with graffiti, what I teach them is graphic designing. Yeah, graffiti is an art. 
It could be an art of crime. It's, it's, yes. it's a double-edged sword again. So and what we do is, hey, we'll get into the graphic design and teach a little bit about Photoshop, how to use that. Then what we also do, for example, breakdance is breakdance, and I just teach them how to dance, and then we teach them a little bit of a, a, a capoeira, which is kind of an influence of breakdancing. Okay. It's a Brazilian. They call it a martial art, but it's more of a dance disguised as a martial art. Um, and then with uh, DJing, again, that through that avenue, I teach them, okay, yeah, we're going to spin some turntables, show you how to you know, go back and forth and mix. But I want you to learn that, hey, how about you create your own beats? Let's do some music production and some music engineering using some applications. Then we bring in some general, you know, so, so certain things to to kind of expand on that. But um, that's an overall gist of what Beat Street is. Over and, and that's it. And then where do you hold your classes? Right now, well, we, we're mobile, so depending on the school that contracts us out is where we, where we go to and we work with those schools. Right now we're at the NFL yet, which is at 222 East Olympic Drive. In South Phoenix. South Phoenix. So high schools can call you and things like that? High schools, junior high schools, elementary schools. We'll work with, you know, whoever. And, you know, it's, it's a 10-week program. Well, we're going we gonna to get more into that about because the, the website is powerful. And, and I want to hear more about that. But right now, you're listening to the Father Matter Show with Vance Sims. And today's guest is Memo Arubla, who is the president of Beach Street AZ. We're going to hear more from Memo after this. Hi, this is Vance Sims, host of the Father Matters Show. Would you consider partnering with us? Father Matters is a nonprofit ministry that's listener-supported and relies on donations and grants. All funds raised go directly to Father Matters mentoring programs for families, which means that your donation will help important projects that service children and families. For more information about partnering with us, log on to fathermatters.org and click the Donate to Father Matters icon. Together, let's build stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. Hi, this is Vance Sims, host of the Father Matters Show. I would like to personally invite you to our fifth annual Court and Custody Conference, Thursday, March 17th hosted at River of Life in Phoenix, Arizona. For more information, log on to fathermatters.org. Special guest speakers and representatives from Department of Child Safety, Family Law Attorneys, and Division of Child Support Services. For more information, log on to fathermatters.org. Topics include how to find the right attorney, divorce and separation, child support and visitation, modification of child support, and much, much more. Don't miss this powerful day, Thursday, March 17th. Log on to fathermatters.org. Welcome back to the Father Matters Show. Mark your calendar for March 17th for our fifth annual court and custody conference. For more information, log on to fathermatters.org. If you're just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at fathermatters.org. Also catch the Father Matters show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. Memo on your website, it's a part under your mission. I love it. He said, it goes without saying that there is a desperate need for youth programs throughout our nation in particular, in the city of Phoenix. Why particular city of Phoenix? 
Well, we have a high rate amount of uh, juveniles that are being, you know, incarcerated, if you will, uh, on an, on an average daily basis. Uh, on top of that, you know, I sit on I sat on the board of the cross uh, crossover youth program, which is a, a program that it really focuses on the recidivism of kids in the foster system and yeah. and, and our judicial system. So, you know, it's an alarming rate. Um, uh, and and the education, the education in, in in the state of Arizona is not up to where it should be. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of conflict because I sit on a, another board, teacher retention program. Uh, I sit on their advisory board as well. So, <clears throat> you, <clears throat> so I I sit there and, and I hear these numbers being tossed around, and it's an it's alarming rate as to as to you know. The, the lack of resources that, that yeah. are becoming available. And then, you know, gra- granted the 08 recession that we got hit with, you know, throw that into the mix where a lot of programs kind of disappeared. So um, I think, you know, generally that we need more youth programs. And, and regardless of what it is, you know, something like ours, B Street AZ or any other type of program, just give these kids resources because, again, kind of talking about what we talked about in the last show mm-hmm. uh, where it's, it's, it's all about giving these kids an outlet. You know, because boredom, that's dangerous. Ooh. That is a dangerous thing. When you're sitting around, you got nothing to do. I don't mind. It's the devil's workshop. <laughs> Absolutely. Answer this, Memo. Is it a cost when the kids come to Beat Street AZ? How much does it cost for them to be a part of it? Well, the school pays, so it's free for the kids. It See? is free for the kids. All the kids got to do is show up. That's it. But you are a nonprofit, right? Absolutely. You are a nonprofit. So people that are listening to this and think, oh, this is great what he's doing. And yeah, we can get, you know what? You can get involved. How can people donate to Beach Street AZ? Well, there's a couple ways they can donate. They can uh, mail cash or checks to our uh, post box, which is 3317 South Higley Road, Suite 114, box number 341 in Gilbert, Arizona, 85297. Uh, Also, you can go to our website, uh, beachstreetaz.org, and click on the donate button at the very bottom. Do you need volunteers to help? What? Can you use volunteers? Yeah, well, right now, well, we, we do need volunteers for some of the events. We are planning an event this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in the works, so we don't have a de- uh, date yet or anything like that. Okay. And we had one last year in uh, 2015. We had a great uh, event, that a fundraiser that went – it was spectacular. It was a – it was a um, what did we call it? Um, drawing a blank. Sorry here. Poetry Slam. Sorry. Poetry it was slam. a Poetry Slam. So you yeah. will be doing that this summer, 2016? Well, we're going we're gonna to put a twist on it. In 2016, we're going to do, I want to do like a B Street Carnival. So it's kind of be like very festive, very kind of, you know, a little little West Indies, a little South American touch to it. So like I said, it's in the works. You know, I want it, I want it to be fun for the far guests. So know. basically, if people just keep tuning into your website, eventually you're going to have information about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, also what's powerful is, you know, we talked about the volunteers. You got something coming up next month in February. What you got coming up? Yes, sir. We got uh, two events. Well, uh, a lot of what we do through B Street also is a lot of schools, colleges, and leadership programs and just institutions bring me in as guest speaker. Uh, So I'll be guest speaking at South Mountain Community College on February 12th. And then on February 19th, which this is kind of the big event that we're looking forward to this year, uh, is our students are going to be performing at the pregame show to the Phoenix Suns game. There you go. Now, look, because I told you last show, when I told you before, we got listeners all over the country. There are teachers and, and youth pastors right now that listen to the show, uh, people with youth and want to do youth programs. 
Can someone call you to book you to maybe come to their city to help them put something together? Or can you come guest speak at their church or their organization or programs? Do you do things like that? Absolutely. How would they get in touch with you? They can go ahead and call me at 480-382-8526. Again, that's a Google number because we're mobile and we're a very fairly new organization. Also, they can reach me through uh, our website, bstreetaz.org, at the Contact Us page. Or you can email me directly at info at bstreetaz.org. Right, and so you got all this stuff coming up. You got the, the the MC stage, and then they don't realize when you helping them with those lyrics, you helping them with their English, you helping them with their grammar, you helping them with their writing. Are you seeing young boys and young girls develop in their writing skills because of the MC stage? Yes, uh, it, it was it, uh, it was very interesting with our last uh, uh, last year's event, the Poetry Slam. Um, our kids, day one, very shy, and you know when we did the MC class, you know I had them stand up in front of the rest of the class, because part of it is public speaking, you know. So I had them stand up, and I had written out something for them to read, and a lot of them were reluctant; they want to go up there. And then you know, fast forward a couple, you know, past the ten weeks of our program, after you know when we put on our poetry slam, these kids were up there, and their poetry were, I mean, their poems were powerful. Yeah. We had the audience, some some people in the audience crying. I told them, I said, hey, you're gonna get people to cry. We had one kid who talked about rape. You know, we had one talk. He he wrote a poem to his sister who was in the audience, and because of of the relation, the lack their uh, lack relationship that they don't have with their father, I yeah. should say. You know, so it was a very powerful poem, and I mean, it was. Uh, look, you know, I'm getting the chills just yeah, thinking man. about it. It was it was just so powerful to to see these kids get up there, and not only are their writing skills getting better. You know, it's the way they're expressing themselves. And their confidence. Absolutely. And it's good you touched on that because I had the teacher kind of, uh, I mean, the principal uh, kind of give a testimony. And, and before we did that, you know, she goes, you know, the one thing that I've noticed with all your students in our school is yeah. that is the leadership that they've they've embraced that leadership. Because that's another thing we harp on, servant leadership, not just leadership. We, we're big on servant leadership. You know, not so much, uh, again, the second part of our of our motto where it's, you know, you know pay, uh, attitude when you have everything. It's, mm-hmm. it's okay, what, you know, we know we do things for ourselves, but what are we doing for others? What are we doing to help and empower others, even through your own struggles? Because we're struggling every day, brother. Yeah, you know? you know, hey, for, from adults to youth, and what I love is you got teenagers writing adult situations, talking about rape and abuse and abandonment, homelessness. We need to realize our youth are going through things, man. I tell people we are slowly facing this. Not only are we slowly facing a society without the father, mm-hmm. we having we are having teenagers who are gathering together and 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 we're calling it the 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 sibling society and when you go down the street you might see a teenage girl pushing a stroller next to a teenage boyfriend and we say look at them two teens kids having kids but you know what the adults drop them back in the day at age three age seven age nine all they have is each other so they're running into each other at 15 and you know they're saying i'll take care of you you get my back if you take care of me and have my back. And what we're seeing, we're seeing two 15-year-old, two 14-year-old, two 17-year-old kids do adult things because when they should have been children, they were already thrown in adult situations. Like you were, like we talked about the last show, you was the oldest. So you you had to help make sure your siblings got, got up to go to school and make sure they came home. We are continuing thrusting our children of today into adult situations. Touch on that a little bit. Vance, you're absolutely right about that. And I, you know, it, it comes down to it's, it's a robbed childhood. It's a childhood that's been robbed. You know, these kids don't don't have childhoods anymore. And uh, to touch on what you're saying, you know, I can't tell you uh, as as, uh, as an officer in two major cities how many calls we get a day where we wow. show up to houses where, you know, the oldest person in the house is eight. 
you know, 14, like, okay, that's an adult, you know, in, yeah. in that situation. Yeah. But we got kids that are eight watching infants feeding and, and cooking. And, you know, at eight years old, your biggest concern is, hey, what cartoons are coming on on Saturday yeah. morning? You know what I mean? Yeah, but, it's supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. But then, so we say sometimes it is bad parenting, but then sometimes the parents are like, by the time I pay bills and pay child care, we're running out of money before we run out of month. So some of them in their mind, they're feeling that I have to have my eight-year-old watch my three-year-old because I can't afford $600 a month in daycare. That's why I love what you're doing because people need to get behind Beach Street AZ because you can have a place for them to go after school, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, that's a big thing that we touched on, touched on in your last show was the lack of supervision. And it's not, it's not a testament to, to to those who are single parents. You know, you're doing a wonderful job and God bless you for it. Uh, but exactly, you don't be afraid to use that support system that's out there with programs such as ours and those others that are out there to, that, you know, offer that kind of assistance. Hey, listen, go to Beach Street AZ Z.org. Get in touch with Memo. Memo, thank you for coming back this week, man. We've both been sick. We made it through. I appreciate you, man. No, my pleasure, brother. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. And thank you for tuning into the Father Matters show. Send us your question or comments to info at fathermatters.org. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. Listen, Wednesday, February 10th, we as Father Matters are hosting a Father's Mentoring Father's Workshop. Go to fathermatters.org for more information. See you next week at the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you and God bless.